1: Follow the show on Twitter at GC underscore cast. And I am joined as always by my good friend, the man known as Maserati. Yo. Maz, what is up, my man?
2: Nothing much, man. Just wrapping up a, a week of work and then getting finally getting a holiday coming Monday, which I'm looking forward to.
1: Man, you're talking to a retail worker. What's Labor Day?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's Monday to Caleb.
2: <laughs> I know what that's like.
1: Oh, boy yep such is life c'est la vie as the french would say um so today we're reviewing season one episode two of lucha underground this aired in november on november 5th of 2014 the title of the episode was los Demon- demonios there we go there we go i hope i didn't wipe that up too much Wasn't, didn't sound too much like a like a caucasoid um so Let's see here. First things first, we had the crew and um, Big Rick coming out. They came out, they talked, they gave us their names. Cortez Castro, Mr. Cisco, and of course, Big Rick. He says, John, Johnny Mundo knew my face, but now he knows who I really am. And this led to Mundo coming in, trying to get a win a three-on-one fight, which is just a bad idea to begin with. But then Prince Puma came in, made the save. So a little bit of two-on-two because Big Rick's starting to powder. And and all the hills, even eventually powder, that leads us to Dario Cueto uh, demanding a tag team match of the crew of Cortez uh, Cortez Castro and Mr. Cisco against, of course, our top faces so far, Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo. Now you know what, Greg? One thing that stuck out to me in this episode is we really we have not fully established our footing yet because. Lucha Underground in the later years didn't do a lot of tag team matches. They did more trios and atomicos and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, they're getting there. They're still they're still introduced. They still haven't introduced everybody. No. Um, we're still we still got a lot of the very important names that haven't come out yet. They don't have enough people, so
1: Yeah, that's the thing. And I remember hearing uh stories about not to verify them, but a lot of their guys were trying to come over from Mexico and they had trouble at the border. So they had a very limited roster for their first set of tapings. So it wouldn't surprise me if even the first three or four episodes were kind of a limited roster.
2: I could see that. But, I mean, that helped them, like, condense and really... I mean, it's it's a lot... It's not all their main stars, eventually, because some people became stars. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is a lot of the core foundation for the first season, at least.
1: And you had your uh, relatively big names on the roster that came from WWE. You had... Your Zeke Jackson and your Johnny Mundo on the show as well, and your Chavo Guerrero. So, th- those are good Star Wars to have for now to build around what you have to build around. So, what did you think of the tag match here, Greg?
2: I mean, it was establishing Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo as badasses. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they uh, definitively beat the crew. Yeah, and there, there isn't even much to say about it. It, was just, it wasn't a squash, but yeah. they just rolled through them.
1: No, and the match was fine. The match was fine. There's certainly nothing to complain about here. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, didn't the finish come when Prince Puma hit the... Did he hit a 630 on this one?
2: They both did stereo Or was it just a 450? Yeah, it was the fourth... It, they did stereo 450 uh, shooting stars or splashes. And they both yeah. got a double pin. Like, that's why I say it was definitive. Because they just stomped them at the end. It was it was all to get them both of those two over. Uh with the crew and my favorite part of the match was the fact that the whole time big rick was just he was just sitting on the stairs like on the walkway just smoking a cigar like fans were right next to him he's just sitting there smoking i just i don't know why but that just kind of tickled me the fact that he was just chilling on the steps just taking a drag
1: yeah just dragging on his uh stogie there um yeah that's one thing big rick i remember Big Rick really won me over when I rewatched the first season, because they, they do something with him later on that like you really get behind him, you know,
2: it was the line where he says he knows my face. Was that Big Rick was from WWE as well, right?
1: Yeah, he was uh, Ezekiel Jackson in WWE.
2: I wasn't watching back then. Is, I guess that was the reference for Johnny knows my face. And now he knows who. Yeah, I am. Yeah, because
1: they they were there around the same time.
2: OK, was he good in WWE? Ah, uh, He was fine. You know, because uh, he well, I'll save my opinions for later in the seasons. But did he have health issues? So, uh,
1: yeah, he had some health problems he kind of just shuffled off the roster and spent about a year in purgatory and then he got cut. So that was like the last we heard of Ezekiel Jackson in WWE.
2: What about in uh, Lucha? Because I thought he got because he, he kind of. I don't know his hit the way he, he ends up. He
1: basically retired between season one and two so they had to write him off on it on a comic book actually
2: oh. oh okay that's what he so he was part of the comic they did between the two seasons
1: yeah yeah he was i think by the between the first and second season he was his skull was in the throne of uh one mil Muertes. spoiler alert oh
2: really yeah he- They should have pushed that comic book so much because there's every time I learn more about it, there's so much more cool stuff. It's basically like Lucha Underground's like Mortal Kombat mixed with wrestling. Like, and people are going to find that out as we go forward. You haven't seen it. It hasn't gotten crazy yet, but it gets nuts. And uh, without spoiling any more of what you just said, uh, that's like the biggest prime example of of how crazy it gets. It's, it's, I don't know, it, it adds to the cinematic uh, way of it presents like vignettes and everything it's just it's a complete uh total tv show and I, I love it
1: absolutely like i said before it is a show about wrestling and not a wrestling show uh after commercial conan's talking to puma after he won his match and uh conan basically says hey good job but don't trust johnny mundo so uh for those who have seen season one conan may be onto something <laughs>
2: You know, it's funny. Uh, what they, what uh, they, I think he says. Somebody at some point mentions that Mr. Cisco's fighting style is prison oh, yeah. shower style.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stryker said he was talking to Cisco, and he said, "Oh, Cisco." He says that Cisco said, "Oh, it's a uh, prison shower style, Holmes." That that's how <laughs> Stryker said it too. Like, geez, dude,
2: That's not something to be proud
1: of. <laughs> mm, no. But it does, I mean, it makes me think you're a tough fighter. So, oh, and by the way, one quote from the Puma and Conan um, altercation. Conan says, you know, this Mundo guy, he ain't your friend, and this ain't your fight.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He
1: says, you Uh, you
2: can't trust him, but you can trust me. I'm the only one you can trust. And if if someone ever tells you that, you can't trust them.
1: (laughs) Maybe not, but knowing what we know of the Prince Puma arc, he may not be wrong
2: half right yeah
1: vignette on uh, mil muertes and katrina and i don't think we actually see katrina in this vignette if i'm not mistaken we don't see her until later
2: i think we hear her voice yes Maybe?
1: okay such a such a lovely voice but yeah. yeah all right so next up on the match docket was the intergender tag team match of or as i just call it in lucha underground a tag team match of son of havoc and Lise, who has yet to get her super awesome nickname that she will get later on in the season. We have that tag team against the tag team of Chavo Guerrero Jr. and Sexy Star. Story of this Sexy Star trying to avenge her loss last week against Son of Havoc. And uh, that's it's pretty well what she does, man. What do you think of this tag match here?
2: I, I mean, I, at one point, I, I got to point out how Ivelisse does like a capoeira kick just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, what is it? It's the Martella de Negativa. It's like something yeah. you'd see like Eddie doing Tekken. Yeah. Uh, but it's like one of the world's strongest kicks. It's like, I think only a Taekwondo kick is faster and stronger, but the mm-hmm. capoeira kick has more mass. And so it generates more force. I, I was watching it, when I saw it. It reminded me of a human weapon or fight science video. I looked up just to clarify to make sure I wasn't crazy. But yeah, it's like if it were a real kick, you know, she would have done some damage. I, I just, it's always weird when they try to incorporate martial arts you know into wrestling and once you start having to fake it 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 looks fake you know you're just like you start going like well that would never work in a real fight but if you were a capoeira person and you knew how to fight like in a street fight you could do some damage so i don't think she ever does anything capoeira like again
1: no yeah it's interesting to see you know where these how these characters start off and knowing where they go uh, also worth noting that Chavo Guerrero hit Son of Havoc with the frog splash and then tagged in Sexy Star to get the wheelbarrow victory roll. So a bit of a uh, good guy action there from Chavo. And I'm sure I'm sure that will stick. I'm sure nothing will happen, especially on tonight's episode that would contradict what happened here.
2: Well, you know, they said it was a redemption for Sexy, but he he got the he did the frog splash and then he just tagged yeah. her in to get the pin. I was It's it it follows up the previous episode of what they're doing over. It's like they're trying to build her up, but rewatching and I'm like, she just kind of seems like a loser that other people have to help (laughs) and get the win for her. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but it just seemed like, okay, Chavo got the win and now she's just taking the credit for it. Good for her, I guess.
1: (laughs) I hear what you're saying, but to my knowledge, uh, right around Aztec Warfare, which I believe is episode nine of season one. They kind of hit reset on a lot of characters in this show. So, you know, some of the arcs we're seeing right now may not stick forever.
2: It's funny you say that because I'm rewatching it and I remember thinking like halfway through the first half of the show, I was like, "Eh, this is all right. But once we get to the second half, it just I guess it does reset because it gets way better, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. These uh, they haven't been slogs per se, but like they're not they are not what the show will become. (laughs)
2: Yeah, they're not as good as they, as it gets. Uh, they're mm-hmm. they're not hard to get through. It's not hard to, to enjoy or watch. Like, these are good. It's just when, when you've seen something better, it's, you know, you notice.
1: Yeah. So next up, we had a, uh, let's see, backstage, Blue Demon Jr. getting ready for his match. Katrina walks in and introduces herself as an associate of Mil Muertes. Katrina says that Mill sends a message, and she... L- she licks the lips of a uh, Blue Damon Jr., which that will be a uh, that will be a common action of Katrina throughout the series.
2: Yes, and I think even uh, a few people like want that <laughs> they they go after yeah. it at some point because everyone. I wants do believe so. Well.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think maybe Joey Ryan like sets it up or like sets it up in one episode, which uh, that <laughs> hasn't aged well given recent
2: events. No, I, I guess it doesn't. But it, it's funny with his character. It kind of fits, though.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. His character. I'm just saying his character has yeah. not aged well. No. It says there was another Prince Puma in Conan Vignette. It looks like it was more Prince Puma training, if I'm not mistaken.
2: You know what? Um, there's a vignette of Prince Puma, and they're talking about its It's Conan talking about how he found him in a, in a neighborhood fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. Um and he, and I broke down those because I. And he says he found them fighting for his life on the first episode. So I'm looking back on the first episode. Was that actually Dragon Azteca Junior, or was that Puma?
1: I mean, I thought it.
2: I thought it was. I could be Azteca wrong. I thought too. it was.
1: I thought it was Azteca picking up uh, Azteca Junior, but I guess it could be Azteca picking up Puma.
2: Yeah, because he, he said it was. He said he found them fighting for his life, and he. And I thought they were referring to the the first episode. And I think it makes more sense for that to be Dragon Azteca Jr. But you know, it's, it was kind of weird. It, this was a strange vignette because they didn't really need to keep pushing. They already did this with Prince Puma talking about how he came yeah. from you know, a bad part of town. But they did it again. I think this one, he punches a punching bag off the chain. I think this is the one where he does that. He's like just yeah. shadow boxing a punching bag in this one.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes. And now before, uh, before our main event and before something else, um, I would like to note, if you want to watch these shows, this Lucha Underground, watch it on Tubi TV. You can watch it. T-U-B-I TV. You can watch it for free with ads. Limited ads, too. Like maybe, what, two minutes of ads per episode?
2: Yeah. It's, well, actually, I watch it on Prime. I don't get any ads.
1: Oh, gee. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I forgot you're, uh, you're one of those well-off guys who can just buy TV shows on Prime.
2: It's hard to relate to peasants, but I do my best.
1: <laughs> That's great. So we're about to talk about our main event of Blue Demon Jr. and the debuting Muertes, But uh, before that, I want to talk to you guys about Manscaped. Greg, how do you feel about Manscaped? I love it.
2: It's the best thing
1: ever. You love it. Yeah, you like, uh, you like keeping your balls clean? I do too, man. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, man. Lawnmower 3.0, guys. Great stuff. Great stuff. Third generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower... One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show, off, show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junky of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping With the code suplex at manscaped.com, your balls will thank you again. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code suplex at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code suplex. So, main event time, Greg.
2: I know, and this is a good one,
1: it is too, man. Because this, oh my. Now, Mil Muertes is already pretty badass. Here, he's gonna get so much more badass in the future.
2: He's never not badass. No,
1: exactly, exactly, man, exactly. Like his one moment of like ah non badassery might be in the first Aztec warfare, but even then, like, still such a
2: badass. You know, I I can't even remember that any bad moments. I mean he he comes out here. It's it's less of a match. It's more of it's just. This is a a, a street fight. Like, he just, I forgot one of his moves was he just runs and punches the shit out of you. Like, he just clocks you. And I'm like, it's such a simple move, but my God, you know, like Rich's style of wrestling, like Rich Ladder Pro Wrestling. (laughs) Rich Ladder Pro Wrestling, yeah. Yeah. Minus any time someone just gets the shit kicked out of them like that. Like, (laughs) just shining elbows, Yakuza kicks, running, just right hands. Like, love it.
1: Like, that's mpw huh yep nice man so like one thing i noticed from this match it's a lot of uh Muertes just dominating the shit out of blue Demon, and uh blue Demon like fighting for his life
2: he was he got a few moves off but it's just every time he got any momentum mil mortes just put him down with yeah. like a punch or you know just a slam I, oh he does a spear he does a good spear
1: yeah, it's like a great a tackle. spear.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he takes him out. Like a
1: brilliant. Goldberg spear, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, like a football spear. He gets him right around like a double leg. It's, it's just brutal because it's like a combination <laughs> of different types of takedowns. Yeah, as far as as
1: <laughs> as far as style goes and the, the flow of the match, this reminded me a lot of the uh, John Cena and Brock Lesnar SummerSlam 2014 match because, again, it was just one guy fighting for his life while the other guy just kind of, yeah, had his way with him.
2: That's a good comparison. If especially if you take out any like actual like amateur wrestling, that's pretty much what this is. Just yeah, a bigger guy just aren't they, is he that much bigger? Maybe not, but just another one guy just whooping the shit out of another guy, which is great. But
1: he's a big guy and he's fast. He's spry, dude. It's crazy. Like well, the just, fact that no like I guess he must like Mexico a lot. because the fact that that no major um united states promotion has signed him is wild to me man
2: he might have like a contract that just has him stuck for the rest of his life
1: that might be the case yeah like we don't know what kind of stuff goes down there in triple a for sure Uh, finish comes uh, sorry
2: go ahead i was just gonna say they're they're currently talking in the chat about bad contracts and wrestlers are notorious <laughs> for taking especially in lucha notorious for taking contracts where you look back at it and you're like why did you sign this like even it was great that you're on lucha but like you had to know like the the ones that that filed lawsuits they were they were forbidden to go on tv on other shows
1: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah you know, it's like why did you sign that if you felt you were going to make it big but you should have known better
1: yeah exactly um <laughs> This is wild to me, but yeah, the finish came when Muertes um, hit the hit that big spear we talked about, and then yeah. straight to hell with the flatliner. My God, what a flatliner! I love it, dude.
2: I did too. It's a, it's a he he has a, he does a good one too.
1: Dude, that's the thing. Like I hate the flatliner in general, but like when Muertes does it, I love it for some reason.
2: Is it the the ring pad? Because it just sounds like he just smashes their face into the ground.
1: Well. They add in noises and posts, so that's...
2: That you need to stop telling it. me. Keep ruining the magic. You need to stop telling me stuff like that. <laughs> next, <laughs> you're
1: gonna oh, tell me well,
2: next, you're going to tell me it's all fake. And I'm, I'm just
1: next not going to get it. Next, I'm going to tell you that Santa Claus was actually one of your parents the whole time. Uh, Don't let your kids listen to this episode.
2: Um. <laughs> yeah, because he's real.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Muertes. Match Mortes unloads his rights on Daemon. Katrina worth has something to hit Demon. It's the stone, by the way. But guess who makes a run in with a steel chair? None other than Chavo Guerrero Jr. He's and he's uh, definitely here to save the day, and definitely not to uh, not here to hit Damon with the chair, which is what he immediately does.
2: Yeah, this was. I mean, if you didn't see this coming, like you either have never watched a wrestling show. I mean, it's it was painfully obvious. I mean, not that it was bad. Uh, Chavo's not, a, he, he can't be a good guy. I think it's impossible.
1: Yeah, no, it's, uh, Chavo Guerrero, definitely not one of my top faces in a promotion I'm running, but, um, uh, after this also, he hits two referees, he hits two wrestlers. I couldn't, one was a black guy and one was a white guy. I think the black guy was famous B if I'm not mistaken, but also could have been Willie Mack. I don't know.
2: No, he was, he was taller than, uh, I don't know if he was famous B. But yeah, I think he was taller and lankier, because Willie Max kind of he's stocky, like yeah,
1: yeah, got like a Prince Fielder type build.
2: Yeah, Uh, I couldn't tell who it was though because he had long hair.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't think Famous
1: Famous B. I think Famous B had dreads at one point, but I could be mistaken. It could have
2: been him then because he did have dreads.
1: Okay, okay, awesome. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Pretty sure. I will look into that and I will tweet something from my main account because that's where I have most of my followers at that that uh, reveals who that was, by the way. So I Who's look forward to guy? that on September 10th. I have no idea. I have no clue. You know, like, the, I don't know, I don't know if we even see that white guy again.
2: There's an episode coming up later. I think it's third season or fourth season where a pizza. I was looking up on IMDB and there's a pizza guy that's credited. And I don't know if you remember the match, but there's a pizza um, guy.
1: Um, that should be season four, episode one.
2: Okay. <laughs> <If> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for not that.
1: Mistaken. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just, uh, the, anyway, we'll talk about that a few, a couple years down the line. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so Chavo again, hits two refs, hits, uh, two wrestlers already hit Damon with the chair. Sexy star comes in and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? Chavo like, uh, I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll ease up, whatever. Bangs the crap out of that chair off of Sexy Star's skull.
2: Oh yeah, he did. He he knocked her out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is on I believe on Talk is Jericho he revealed like Chavo talked about uh, sexy saying like hey don't hold back and he's like I didn't I laid it in. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. With because everything
2: she told him to Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you can I think you could do a chair shot. I think you could do a good I'm not a wrestler. So I don't know what I'm talking about. But I think you could do a good chair shot without, you know, concussing somebody probably. And yeah, make it gotta, look like you are trying to.
1: Yeah, you gotta be careful in those chair shots though, man. Because they can like snag the back of your head and like make you get you busted open real bad. I saw one happen really bad at a Tulsa Indy about three years ago.
2: Well it's Cody but... Cody had the, that happened with <laughs> Cody's first segment with um Sean Spears. Remember yeah, that?
1: yeah. Yeah, Cody likes to bleed.
2: Oh, um, my is a fetish
1: yes for sure so wow that's that's pretty much the episode dude chavo guerrero the heel stands tall as the uh, as the ambulance takes uh takes blue Demon out of um out of the arena
2: he was punching so... him too while they were trying to take him out he was still yeah like punching yeah the he
1: was he was laying his sh- laying his shots in on him for
2: sure He's trying to murder the dude
1: yeah so folks that is our show we are a part of the social soup we are the grave consequences podcast we are a part of the social suplex podcast network where you can also listen to shows such as one nation radio with rich and jeremy keeping it strong style with uh jeremy and josh smith the young boy eight bit suplex with (laughs) josh mclaughlin and sandy gaviria about had a brain fart there uh all all things elite with austin s and floyd johnson great match generator grown men watch this shit am i missing anything because i don't want to leave anyone out
2: uh
1: ricky and clive wrestling show how the hell did i forget about those guys love those guys man uh let me see here this this is the type of shop that i run fellas all things elite get Get in the Ring, also uh, by uh, DJ Cooks, if I'm not, not mistaken? Correct. Yes. And, and uh, folks, thank you for listening. And we're glad you did, because if you don't, always remember, there will be grave consequences.